You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have the full frost moon at four degrees of Gemini, happening on November 27th at 1.16 a.m. Pacific, which is 4.16 a.m. Eastern time. Check your local time to see when this lunar event is occurring for you. And yeah, here we are at the end of November with a full frost moon in Gemini. The reason why November's full moon has this name is through the observation of native and ancient tribes. At that point in time, at this point in time of the year, beavers are building their dams in preparation for the long, hard winter. Also, this is due to the noticeable frost on vegetation during this time of year, especially in the morning times. So depending on where you live, this is a time of year where you're going to bring your plants in to prevent any sort of frost or shock that might happen from the colder nights that we're experiencing. Spiritually, this is a time to reevaluate what needs to go and what we want to carry with us because this type of lunar cycle causes us to look at what we need in order to have long-term comfort. So this could be a period of making sure you have all of the essentials needed to get through difficult times emotionally and financially and stripping away anything that bogs you down. In terms of the vibes that are going on for the next 48 hours of this lunar event, they're a little bit on the harsher end. Energetically, this moon is a little bit harsh. It's somewhat rough around the edges in terms of the transits. And of course, for that reason, the vibes on the graph are very reflective of that. There will be a steady stream of mental and emotional sensitivity from the 27th all the way up until the 29th and intersecting that is psychic vibes along with imagination and confusion. Imagination and confusion happens to be very rampant at this time. It happens to be the biggest tenor on the graph itself. And this is due to some uncomfortable Mercury-Neptune things going on during this lunar event. So for this reason, we may not feel as clear-minded as we normally do. We may not feel as sharp as we normally do. We may have to take our time when it comes down to certain tasks. And we'll have to be mindful of misinterpreting what someone else is saying. And with that psychic energy, we might be more extrasensory than normal and picking up on things. That emotional sensitivity mixed in with that mental energy could also make for some awkward and possibly messy moments during this lunar event. Plus, by the time we hit the 29th, we've got that solitude energy that's popping up and intersecting emotional sensitivity and mental energy, which could lead to moments where we need a little bit of space to ourselves due to the way we're feeling. We might feel as though we need to ground our energy for this reason. Even though Gemini is a very lighthearted energy, this full moon energy might be a time of deep introspection. But in a lot of ways, it makes sense since we're at the peak of the lunar cycle. Full moons are cycles of completion where we contemplate what we're ready to launch, the things that still need a few tweaks before we are ready to put it out there into the world, and what needs to go, what's no longer working for us in this energy. At the new moon in Gemini on June 17th of this year, we adopted the positive qualities of this sign in order to start a new chapter in our life, in order to turn a page that might have been stuck in our lives, and to adopt the positive qualities of this sign. So think about what you've been trying to incorporate Gemini-wise over the last six months. Where have you changed the narrative in your mind? Where have you started a new chapter in your life or turned the page within a chapter that you're trying to get moving in the current script you're in? Gemini is a Mercury-ruled sign that's associated with our intellect. So has this been a time where you worked on mental dexterity? This could have been a time to connect with your intellectual side and build new neural pathways in your mind in order to feel sharper and strengthen your mind in some sort of way. Sometimes this type of stuff can look like opening your mind to new ideas and concepts. Because through that, you can really strengthen your brain power by learning new subjects. 
Another way this could have manifested is through working on language. Gemini is associated with communication and the way we talk. So this could have been a time where you're working on being more social. This could have also been a time where you're working on other languages, learning other languages. There is an advantage to knowing other languages other than the native tongue that we speak. And Gemini energy is about that because it helps us connect to other people and communicate on the same wavelength as them, speaking the same language as they do. Because in this energy, we really develop our interpersonal skills and sometimes that involves being on the same frequency as someone else. And if it's not through different languages, it could be about understanding a person's communication style so that way you're able to bounce and flow with them. But in this energy, we strive to be better communicators and to be more social. And through this, we open ourselves up to variety when it comes down to our social circles, whether that be within our friendships, whether that be within our relationships on a romantic level or other types of unions that we might have in our lives. This could have been a period to ensure that we get stimulation through our social exchanges with others. One of the cool things about being in this sort of flow state is it allows us to be more breezy and by breezy, more easygoing in life, more open-minded to things. So through this time, have you been working on adopting a more cheerful outlook on life? Sometimes that's not easy. It's honestly much easier to kind of look at things from a negative perspective, which is unfortunately a sad reality, but a lot of the times human beings have gone through so much that it's easier to veer on the more negative side. So has this been a period where you're working on healthily finding yourself shifting to a more positive mindset? Was this a time where you were looking to no longer catastrophize some of the stuff that goes on in your life and creating scenarios that may not have the best outcome for you in your mind? And if you've been working on that, have you been able to shift gears when your mind veers to an uncomfortable place? That way you're able to focus on a brighter outlook and feel more hopeful about what's to come. And speaking of hopefulness, was this a time where you recognize that you're needing something more than your immediate surroundings? Because Gemini and also Sagittarius are travel signs, we tend to focus on our environment and how it's working for us. Sagittarius is about long distance, while Gemini happens to be about our immediate environment, our local city, or within the town and state that we might live in. But with this, has this been a time where you've considered a move to an environment that aligns with who you are, aligns with the environment that you want to live in? With this being a full moon, this might be a time where you have a decision about what you want to do about that. And it doesn't have to be a big, gigantic move. It could be moving to another neighborhood, since Gemini has to do with neighborhoods. So this could have been a time to consider what's best for you in terms of your immediate environment. And with that, that could be rediscovering your immediate environment. It could be rediscovering your neighborhood, rediscovering your local scene and your community. This could have been a period to really enthrall yourself in that scene and appreciate it for what it is. That way you're getting the most of what your community and city has to offer you. Sometimes when we've lived in the place for a very long time, we might become desensitized to all the cool things that are around us. So this could have been a period to truly take advantage of all the sites and all the cool things that your neighborhood has to offer and your city. As someone who happens to be from New York City, it's one of those cliches that we've never gone to the Statue of Liberty, we've never gone to the Empire State Building, and that thing does tend to happen when you live in a city. So sometimes you have to plan a little trip and excursion for yourself to see the sites or even just checking out certain landmarks in your area. Gemini energy teaches us to appreciate those things and to fully throw ourselves into to them. So hopefully this was a period of turning the page and creating a new narrative in your mind that allows you to get back in alignment with your intellect, your social side, and the fun parts of your personality. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunar event. 
As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So energetically, this moon has some bite to it. There are more harder transits and there are easier transits. It's not that we don't have a few that are saving graces, but there are definitely some harsher transits occurring. And on top of that, not only is Mercury in detriment, but is also in pre-shadow retrograde. So that can make things a bit wonkier than typical. And that's not the most ideal conditions for this planet, considering Mercury is the chart ruler. Mercury rules Gemini and does affect the condition of this moon. So things may seem more delayed than typical. Things may not go as planned for that reason. And also we'll need to be mindful of the facts and details. Like I was seeing on the graph earlier with that imagination and confusion, that's going to be problematic, but also the fact that Mercury is going to be connecting to Neptune. And with the other chart ruler, Jupiter, Jupiter for Sagittarius, since the sun is in Sagittarius. And when we have full moons, it's when we have an opposition of the sun and the moon. So we always look at the other ruler when we're looking at a full moon. If these connections were harmonious, it'd be one thing, but Mercury happens to be connecting with Jupiter and Neptune in a way that's creating a little bit of conflict. Because of this, we're going to need to go slow, especially if we have important details that we need to go over. If there's anything you're signing up for, any subscriptions, any important documents, anything that requires you to be detailed oriented, try to take your time because things may be off kilter, leading to mishaps and a lot of errors. So do the best you can with that. Also with Mercury connecting to Jupiter in the way it is, we need to be aware of misinterpreting things with people. Also with the Neptune thing as well, but the Jupiter thing adds a little bit more kick to it because there may be moments where we're misinterpreting things to the point where we're blowing stuff out of proportion. At least Mercury's connecting to Venus and the nodes in a harmonious way, so it may give us a sense of hope when it comes down to love life and financial situations. So we may not feel as though we can make a move right now, but we could see that there's light at the end of the tunnel with these situations. With the luminaries, the sun and the moon, they're connecting to Venus and Mars, along with Saturn, in a way that's very complex. Absolutely need to be mindful of our emotions because our moods might fluctuate. This may bring up some complicated situations when it comes down to our love lives and finances. We need to be aware of our temper and also the need to be impulsive and rush things, especially because of this Mars-Saturn situation. If we try to push our luck, we may end up having some like pushback as well. So certain situations may backfire if we're not doing it in a proper manner. With all of this, at least the situation with Venus and the nodes may help us in the sense of aiding us on looking at the bright side of things. And the great thing about these energies with the Venus nodes Mercury situation is it really does help us transform circumstances that might have seemed impossible to get through in some way. The signs that'll feel this lunar event more than others will be the mutable modality. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces between 2 to 12 degrees of these signs. So if you have chart points and planets within these zodiac placements, you'll feel this lunar event more than others. Anyway, I hope you all have the best full moon in Gemini ever later and see you in the next episode.